Seto Kaiba will bother us no more. <laughs> I'm not gonna give up Kaiba Corporation without a real fight. It's takeover time by me. I attack with the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Thought you were so What the fuck is up, duelists, and welcome back to Pod of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. As always, we are sponsored by Kaiba Corp, and this season co-sponsored by Industrial Illusions. My name is Max, a.k.a. Make Duelist Kingdom Great Again. <laughs> oh, damn, fuck. Oh, uh, hi, uh... <laughs> Uh, I'm Sarah, also known as Gun. Yeah, it's just Gun. <laughs> it's just a gun. Uh, my name is Argyle, aka the loose, the loosest slots in Duelist Kingdom. <laughs> and with us today is a very special guest. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> Hi everyone. My name's Elizabeth. Um, wow, I feel really outdone because I'm just going to use my wrestling name, which is Queen Elizabeth Mazora. That's good. Hell yeah. I, like I mean, and and we had this conversation earlier. Um, in a discord but every show adjacent to pgot needs a wrestling person so now we have one yay we we, we finally yay. made it um <clears throat> this week we are watching Yu-Gi-Oh. turns out um we are watching episodes 31 and 32 uh which is Jonochi versus bandit keith um i'm just gonna say uh, this right now this is my favorite duel so far by far yeah it's pretty good it was so good like I mean, I, I feel like the lines may have been better in the sub. You were doing some quotes. The lines before. were good. Oh my god, I wrote down so many quotes. They were incredible. Yeah, there's there some, some real There were some good ones yeah. in the dub, but there weren't as many as there were like in the Kaiba v Yugi right. duel. Um, yeah. bef- before we get in... Oh, I'm sorry, were you want to say something? No, I was going to agree that um, like I, I enjoyed the English dub because it, it showed how witty like uh, Joey could be, but in the Japanese version, there were just so many great quotes. <laughs> yeah, in the Japanese version, it's not wit. It's wit and just rage. Um, yeah. So, like, leading into that, so you watched uh, in English? I watched both. Ooh. Nice. I'm an wow. overachiever. A real professional. Yeah, wow, so, Elizabeth, as we have done with all of our I previous... I know the titles were, Dan. God, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we have done with all of our previous guests, before we get into it, um, if you could, please tell us about your history with Yu-Gi-Oh!, um, oh, we remembered it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like a like a lot of people, I uh, grew up watching it, so I, I watched the four kids version. Um, I was that weirdo who had a crush on Yugi. Um, weirdo? Like, you, you say as if that's a weird thing to have. It was at the time. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's true. It was like more like just like a plain boring anime back then, instead of like the cultural touchstone it is nowadays. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. I mean, like, I, I was crazy impressed that there was a show that literally made us excited to watch other people watching a card game. Um, but that you know, good. <laughs> it was it was great. So I, I grew up with that. Um, I did the whole spiel. I did play card games. I did play in tournaments. I did oh play badly. <laughs> that I mean, you got that over us. <laughs> um. So you know, and I mean, at one point in life, uh, between me and my brother, we had like entire binders full of Yu-Gi-Oh cards Hell yeah. uh, so after a while I kind of abandoned the show and did the card game and then uh, I kind of left it all together then I saw your guys' podcast and I ended up watching it again yes! well, I, I, I immediately feel outdone by someone who clearly knows more about Yu-Gi-Oh than I do 
<laughs> I have never owned a Yu-Gi-Oh card. I... <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's not true. That, that's not true, because uh, my copy of Dark Side of Dimensions came with an Obelisk the Destroyer card. What? The, the Tormentor card. Oh, actually, I do have, like, a really sordid history with Yu-Gi-Oh, too. When it got really popular, I uh, needed money. <laughs> and so oh. I like would go to the... Uh, and I lived in Jersey in the Hispanic part, so I would go to the bodega, and I would steal Yu-Gi-Oh cards... And then I would paint them over with like glitter paint kind of thing and sell them off as the holographic Making versions of the cards. Hollows? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my was, god. Elizabeth, you're my new favorite guest. <laughs> fucking legend. Oh my god. We made five hundred dollars uh, off that. Holy not, shit. Yeah. Didn't have to pay back any of it because we also happened to be the class bullies. So <laughs> Okay, so at this point, our episode is going to be called Bootleg Yu-Gi-Oh! Black Market. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. god. Wow. Uh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. means a lot to me. <laughs> yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! means a lot to me more so now than before. <laughs> so, starting us off with these episodes is episode 31. In English, the boring name of Keith Machinations Part 1. <laughs> and in Japanese, Brutal. Heavy metal deck. Yeah, that Keith Machinations is a pretty good title. No, okay, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I mean, well, it's it, because his name is Keith. Thanks, Argyle. Yeah. Good joke. There were just so many like machine puns that when I heard Keith's Machinations, I was like, I'm done. Stop. Yeah, it's, it's well, just it's just like a normal way to one. talk. The episode title. Okay. So I didn't see the fun. title till after I watched the episode, and I was like, Oh, well, that's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> was reading comprehension. Don't know it. So, <clears throat> these episodes, um, it, it, it starts out with the duel being finished. And immediately we get, like, a killer line that, like, knocked the wind out of me. Because I think it's, if unless I heard wrong, it's Yami thinking, thank you, everyone, and my other self, as he, like, fades yes. back into yeah. Yugi. Aww. Yeah. I, I That was, like, my favorite thing. I sort of, that was the moment that I just, like, clapped my hands to my face. I'm like, oh, my God, he learned something in the previous drill. You can tell how hyped these episodes are because of, like, the proportion of my notes that are written in all caps. And it's about half. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, again, Pegs is coming in with some, like, great lines of English where he goes, congratulations, you <laughs> No, no, and, no. Like, he, does yeah, not, he does not put an S at the end of congratulations. He just says, oh, yeah, congratulations, no. Yugi boy. Yeah, because I can't Sorry. put S at the end of it. Yeah. I wrote down my, wrong in my notes. My I, just, bad. I ended up writing one of uh, Pegasus's quotes in Japanese because I just couldn't handle how he ends his sentences with that like long ass lilt. And I, yeah. Oh, it's. <laughs> Pegasus is like in my top, like maybe even five anime characters of all time. He's like, he's good, and I like him very much. It's amazing. He, I, I mean, I. I don't know how I feel about him in later seasons, but right now he's like the best. What, yeah. Later seasons, I, he shows up later. He, he comes show up, up later back a lot. I <sighs> I remember one specific scene uh, from I think Battle City, and it's like the stupidest thing in the world. Um, anyway, I don't even know what happens after this season, so we'll learn. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we're talking. Uh, so yeah, Yugi Yugi won the duel. Blah blah. blah. He goes on to the finals, um, and then we get the sort of the. 
I guess the finals would be against Pegasus, so technically, yeah, semi-finals. Well, yeah, um, surely I thought the duel against Pegasus was like the kind of post-final. Uh, like, yeah, that's, that's right. That's what you win if you, you win the you've final. Got the, yeah, that's right, because you've got the choice between taking the $3 million or dueling Pegasus for being and being the king of game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, that's a choice? Yeah. I thought you got both. No, the cards represent the choice, so that's why he ended up giving Joey like that money card, so it's like, here, you can win the money because I don't need that shit, I just need my grandpa back. Um, and so he keeps like the soul card basically that tells him I'm going to duel you for the title. But really what I'm dueling you for is to get my kidnapped grandfather back, you asshole. <clears throat> right. Okay. A lot of like mm-hmm. useless card symbolism in these episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, now we get the announcement as to the next deal is. And in my notes, I've is. just got, who the fuck is Keith Howard? I don't know who that is. <laughs> First name Bandit, second name Keith. There is no Keith Howard. Keith Howard is Todd Howard's brother. <laughs> who's also who's also a thief and a bandit and a scoundrel? Yeah, so they're they're like doing this next duel like immediately, like it, it's just no time to waste. We're going right into Keith v Joey. It's happening right now. So um, <clears throat> Honda does give Genochi some advice because he wants. No, to- he doesn't. Oh, he does. <laughs> oh, because now Argyle, I do want you to hear this because did you know? That the best way to get rid of stage fright is to write the word person on your palm three times. Did Joey do that? No, that's what Honda told Joey to do. Because it apparently... No, is Joey just like shoved him away and was like, no, you're making me more nervous. Get the hell out. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's <laughs> like, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. No one does that. <laughs> and then watching it in the English version was so weird. Yeah, Bakura and Taya are like, uh, don't worry, Joey, you're going to do great. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just kind of nervous. Uh, and Tristan's like, yeah, you got good reason to be nervous. Bandit Keith's the Intercontinental Champion. He makes his living off uh, tournament winnings like this. <laughs> well, it's funny because <laughs> they never refer to him as the champion. They only ever refer to him as the former champion, as if they're like trying to rub it in his face the entire time. They uh, no, they just keep calling him the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, in the here. in the English version, it's always the Intercontinental Championship, and I mean, I didn't take that seriously because if it's anything like the Intercontinental Championship in WWE, it just means a bad blood feud for an extended period of time. <laughs> right. It's it's, I it's mean, just manufactured drama, <laughs> like Between like what happens this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was it was so weird to watch that bit where he's like, "You have to do this to get rid of your nervousness," and then to see it localized, like we're just going to remind you of all the reasons you should be absolutely <laughs> yeah. nervous instead of supporting you. <laughs> good friends, good friends. They're so nice. Well, Tay and Bakura are good friends. You know, Tay and Bakura yeah. are actually nice, and Honda is the dingus. Um, <clears throat> and I, I have a line. Um, Yugi's talking to Jinochi and like psyching him up, and he says, "When you win, let's do each other with our full strength." And I'm just like. I think we can look forward to an honorably fought match. That looks like an upside down butt crack, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah, okay. Well, that's the Japanese word for person. So maybe writing down an upside down butt crack on your hand three times is gonna, what's going to get rid of stage fright. It Hito, works. Hito, Honda was right. Hito. Uh, okay. Keith is just napping on a couch that's next Solid. to the arena. Wait, Elizabeth, do you know Japanese too? Yeah, I do. Oh my god. Jesus. How come every single guess is cooler than ourselves? <laughs> I mean, it's it's been years and nobody practices with me anymore, but I recognize a lot of things and like listening to the Japanese version, I can understand a lot of it. So anyway, um, it's a drama alert because in order to enter the duel, you got to have your entry card. Your verification card. Um, he and... has his, obviously, uh, his 
the the king's riches card or whatever legally that... and uh, factually obtained king's riches card yes. yeah the, he didn't steal from joey uh he he won it fair and square and Genochi's joey like, can't find his he can't find it oh no he lost it so my favorite thing know. about this is that like all of his friends up there on the balcony are just like yep that sounds like joey <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of a normal one so he runs out he runs to his room he's like freaking out He's got five minutes to find the car. Because the map starts at 11 a.m. sharp. Yeah, which, by the way, how does he tear up an entire room on the other side of the castle in, like, three minutes? In the English dub, he not only says that, he says, I must have searched the whole castle. (laughs) What? (laughs) He says it in the the Japanese version, too, where he's like, I've literally torn up this whole place. Oh, my God. Um, And so while he's searching, Keith is like... Oh, he's not gonna come back. Like he probably just pretended to lose his car because he's too afraid hey, to duel. Would me. you guys mind if I took off my boots? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, he says that in the in the English version. It's so rude. As he's just like, yeah, he's like lounging on a couch. Do as like, you wish, there. but if you're not in the dueling arena, the dis- designated time, you'll be disqualified too. Can right. I just say and I have this unnecessary love boots. for croquet? He's so good. Oh yes, I <laughs> love that fool. I I like to think that. I like to think that there's, like, an AU where he's, like, the true power behind Pegasus, and he's just, like, <laughs> pretending to be, like, the weak servant because he's just too good to be contained. Yeah, we've, we've cracked it. We've cracked it. Um, um, and then we get uh, another incredibly powerful heart-stopping moment because Genochi oh, yes. <sighs> is, like, on his hands and knees, is, like, in shock in the hallway. He's like, I'm going to, like, you know, I'm not going to be able to find the card. And wouldn't you know it, but my new favorite character, Mai Kujaku, shows up. Mm. My Valentine. Her. If she were and... real, I'd marry her. I'd go gay for her. I'd do it. Mm? Who wouldn't? Mm. Um, and <clears throat> she she basically like hands him a handkerchief. And she's like, stop crying about your sister or whatever. And And he's like, it's wet. Because, and it's like, oh, was Mai crying too? Because she was so emotional about Jinochi's sister? Actually, and... the way she leads that in is she's like, the only time you should cry is tears of frustrations when you lose, not when you give up. And that's how I kind of understood it. Oh. So that she was crying oh. because she was frustrated with her loss, and then she handed it to him. And oh I hate God. that they took that out of the English version. Yeah, they took that. Out. They don't say that. In the Wait, English. Oh, you mean that? that. F- you mean that four kids takes impact away from emotionally powerful moments? Hey, what? <laughs> shut up! Sometimes they do a really good job with it. They sometimes do a really they good do job. They do. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying they're all bad. And then she just says, "Genochi win," and I'm like, "Ah, oh! it's so it's good. really good." I I love Yu Gi Oh so much. Yeah, her her fortune of the king's card is in the handkerchief. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I I actually I actually okay this week I also watched um both versions just because I needed something to marathon on Christmas Eve while I was furiously knitting, knitting the last sock for my parents' Christmas present and I was like <laughs> I need something to take my mind so I put on the yeah the Netflix versions so I've actually seen both of them here nice. and the manga as well. right. Uh, and uh, and I've read the manga, so we're really getting the complete experience. I've just never played the card game, um, but I noticed that <laughs> in the, in the English version, uh, it's a bit more. She's just a bit more abrasive. She's just like Joey, stop trying. Boys don't cry. Mm, yeah, um, but uh, I noticed that in the sub, um, she's more like, oh, you've got tears for your sister. Uh-huh. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I won't. I'm like, she's just like way more tender and accepting that like it's cool to be out here crying. It's um, sometimes it's good to cry, and Maya yeah, understands yeah. that. It's 
good to cry. I will um, say though that in the kids. English version where she mentions that whole like this is a whole bad soap opera thing, I was like, yes, <laughs> you understand me. Like this is my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's just like the WWE. It's all manufactured drama, but it works. <laughs> it's just soap opera, but with big sweaty men and mm. women. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and Keith is an idiot because like clearly the thought never crossed him that he can just get someone else's card. I mean, I guess he probably thought Mai was like too prideful or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Jinochi runs back, and Keith is like, "What? Are you coming back here to give up?" And he just like he doesn't exactly run back. He walks yeah, okay, really slowly true. back into the arena. Like he doesn't have one minute drama. left. <laughs> he has yeah. like five seconds left. As like it, it turns to eleven, as he steps up and holds up the card. Like, he's definitely learned some things from Kaiba about, like, drama. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely. That's character growth, baby. <laughs> There's a lot of character growth in this duel, and I love it to bit. And then and then we get another incredibly good line, because they're starting the duel, and Keith is like, you should have given up, because only hell awaits you. And then Jinochi just says, then I'll duel you in hell. Yes! <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm gonna tattoo it, this entire episode script on my body. And the dub, he says... <laughs> I'll warm you up, and I'll wear you out. Phrasing. Ooh, okay. Oh All right. Yeah. Fra- yeah phrasing. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The four kids made it way less horny, of course. <laughs> yeah. As, as is tradition. Um, Ooh, the Intercontinental Championship. I could have won a better prize than that in a box of cereal. Snap. Yeah. Yeah. Genoshi's like, okay, you're the former American champ. I won, like, eighth place in regionals, so I'm on your level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I think he really like, is, though. Keith is just like prepare to lose to the former US champion and Jonoichi's like, bitch, that doesn't mean shit. I finished 8th in regionals and I'm still here, so fuck off. <laughs> I finished 8th in regionals and that was the first time I ever played this card game, so what of it? Uh, the um, duel starts, they're playing like stuff face down. Um, <clears throat> Keith flips up and it's this thing called Pendulum Machine. It's, it's a like, machine monster? What? Everybody's... Yeah. They've never seen a machine mind. monster at this point and machine monsters are immune to magic. Somehow. I mean, that makes sense to me, apparently, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah. It's my boy, uh, Genoji plays uh, Guilty of the Dark Knight, and this is one of the ones I remember, because he's like a green dark magician, basically. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember this guy. He's He doesn't show up very often. I mean, he looks like basically the Venn diagram fusion of Celtic Guardian and Dark Magician. It's just it's just him. Kind of. Yeah, this is um, accurate. So he, he attacks the pendulum machine. Doesn't work because, again, machine monsters are infected by magic whatsoever. Yeah, stupid obviously. Uh, yeah, everybody is, like, extremely shocked at machine monsters. They don't know how they work because for dramatic effect, you of know. Of course, naturally. Um, uh, and then Keith plays a really cool card. It's the robot spider. It's called Launcher Spider. Yeah. And also, you know, says, hey... I've only got machine monsters, so good luck hitting me with magic attacks. And and they forget this rule in the second episode because they absolutely are affected by magic later on. Just like it just happens that way. It just happens to be yeah, convenient fine. this one time. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's anime rules. Yeah. No rules um, just I, right. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. I knew I'd get a rough match from Keith, but I wasn't prepared for these big metal bullies. What <laughs> <laughs> was that line? I can't even. <sighs> God bless four um, kids. I, I did understand a little bit why they decided to do this, because this is a good bit of character growth for Joey. It kind of shows that he's not all brawn and luck, that he can think through a duel. Oh, th- this, yeah. is, this is peak Joseph Joestar right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, and, um... <clears throat> yeah, he, he, uh, he everybody on the sidelines 
in the dub, they're like, there's got to be some glitch in those machines. Oh, What's God, glitch, the machine you... puns. I literally wrote down, God, the machine puns start. <laughs> there's so many. That's like, th- that's the one thing I'm bummed that I can't experience because we don't really get the puns Japanese. We just get like poorly translated jokes that do not land that are just funny in their own right because they're so bad. Yeah, it's hard. And, like they'll make puns and stuff, and they're funny. It's just you have to know Japanese to understand them. Right. Yugi doesn't tell Joey, but he's thinking that he he knows about machine monsters, and he says machine monsters can only use their offense against head-on attacks. And I have no idea what that means. That's like that's not even a thing in in the. It doesn't in come into play at any think. point in the duel. It doesn't make any sense. He brings it up later again, and it still doesn't make sense. Then I don't. And the status quo is preserved. So at the at the risk of of defending the show. Um... Whoa, okay, oh, slow down there, slow down there. <laughs> so I think what Yugi was trying to say was that uh, they have zero defense, basically. They're really crap at defending. Um, and you'll notice a lot of the machine monsters, unless they're modified in some way, have low defense points but high attack points. So really True. the only way to use a machine monster is to continually attack and have um, a really offensive strategy. But when you use mm-hmm. a lot of traps or when you constantly lure in your opponent the way Joey starts to learn to, machine monsters start to be a bit useless because they can't do That's anything fair. else. Yeah. And they don't okay. generally have like a lot of special effects except for maybe like um, the bomb thing that latches on. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Elizabeth, you gotta tone down the Yu-Gi-Oh knowledge. You're making us all look bad. I'm sorry! She's <laughs> well, better at interpreting lines than I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, is, is, was that just like actual Yu-Gi-Oh strategy? Just yeah. Like, in general? Well, I mean, that's just I like mean, early days, yeah, there weren't general. a lot of monsters right. with special effects. So. Before, before there was a billion, billion different types of monsters. God, yeah. Um. So he plays along with uh, fighter, kills Guiltia, whatever. And then Keith is baiting Genochi at this point. He 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 uh quote unquote accidentally drops a card onto the field uh and then picks it back up and lays it face down. And Oops, I dropped uh, this monster monster from my Magnum deck. <laughs> <laughs> and and now because it would be convenient for everybody to know, both Joey and Yugi both know that it's a Zoa card. It's Zoa, which is dude. a dark type monster. Everyone knows and Zoa. And it's weak to magic. Yeah, you don't fucking know Zoa? Jesus. Yeah, it's the you know. Mario of Yu-Yu. You, can you not tell a monster just by seeing it briefly for all of two seconds? Well, they can't... They are always constantly surprised by the monsters that people play, but somehow they know what a Zoa is, despite it never being played in the series before. Uh, um... So yeah, basically, at this point, I came to the conclusion during the duel, because I didn't actually write down anything that happened in the duel, but I've come to the conclusion that like the whole theme of the duel is that Bandit Keith's strategy is a personification of American capitalism, where literally everything is recognized, <laughs> and he cheats in order to win. So, hottest takes <laughs> there. That is spot on, actually. That's it? <laughs> Yeah, even That's in the uh, in the English version, yeah, that was well, kind of the theme. we're post-industrial now, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, what were you saying, um, Elizabeth? No, that, that's even in the American version where I think they try to tone down the... I don't want to say xenophobia, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I there. Mean, justified xenophobia. <laughs> justified, absolutely. But even when they try to tone it down, it just seems like very shovey, very, very American kind of thing. And it's like, you guys can't hide how terrible we are. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, 
and yeah, so I think, and also the other thing that I have about this duel is that, like, oh my god, Joey's doing the first smart thing he's done ever in his life and not attacking head on. Like, you played a trap card successfully. Like, go, you funky little pizza man. He, he, he is, like, statistically a hundred thousand times better at dueling than he was when the show first started. Just because yeah. he started at, like, the very bottom. Yeah, started from the bottom, now we here. <laughs> yeah, we taken down capitalism. <laughs> so so Genoshi, uh he plays flame swordsman and, and puts a spell on it to salamandra. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, makes his sword even more flamey, and he attacks uh, Zoa. <clears throat> and Keith uses metal force to turn Zoa into metal Zoa, and it resists the attacks and kills flame swordsman. And yeah, it reflects salamandra back at flame swordsman. It kills he, it. He dead. And then Keith plays Stop Defense, which draws out Axe Raider. And, like, for some reason, Keith's like, oh, Axe Raider, as if it's, like, a threat that doesn't immediately get bopped, too. Uh, in the dub, he's just like, uh, an Axe Raider, eh? I think he's more just, <laughs> like, snake voice. Mm, Axe Raider, huh? Axe Raider, huh? Otacon, what is this thing? You're pretty good. <laughs> um, so... And then, and then at this point is when Joseph Joestar mode activates because Keith attacks um, with Metal Zoa to try and attack Axe Raider, and Zenochia uses trap Pit of Spikes to trap and kill Metal Zoa instantly. And then there's like this whole dialogue about the flow of battle and how no, now Genochi's captured the flow, and if he can keep the flow, he can win the duel. I think Joey might have found the glitch in those machine monsters. Oh my god! Hey, <laughs> you fell Wait, for my they, trap card. They just made the same <laughs> joke twice then. Yeah, basically. They, they make the same joke. It's not times. even a joke. They're literally like, just like, what's the glitch in these monsters? Instead of just like, how do we beat them? That's like, not even like. That's not even like an applicable joke because it's I not like they're machines. They're not glitches. They're not computers. <laughs> God, this show's dumb. <laughs> this show's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there weren't not many puns that they could make with the machine monsters. Let them have their glitch. That's true. Their writing staff was probably out most of the day. Um, <laughs> they actually only have one person in the writing room. Yeah, <laughs> just one person, like, hurriedly writing puns because the episode's going up in, like, an hour. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, he, he says another trap and baits Keith again. Um, he has uh, this, like, lizard thing, Gazurus, attack the metal axe dude. It's another trap card, so don't even try it. Gruzis, yeah, no, th- I, I wrote it down weird that way because when they spelled it in the dub or in the sub the first time, it was spelled wrong, and I was like, "Wait, we're not saying Gruzis." <laughs> it's it's hard writing sometimes, and it's hard. Gruzis. He's just a funky little crocodile man. Yeah, it's it, it's King K. Rule with with knives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like buff King K. Well, King K. Rule yeah, he's like is skinny buff, King but... K. Rule. Yeah, like King K. Rule if he didn't have a gut. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish that were me. <laughs> um, so yeah and and he says another trap and baits him Genochi has Gerzuris attack the metal axe dude and Keith is like using launcher spider to counterattack, but then kunai whip chain kunai yeah. whip chain <laughs> and it wraps on, up this funky little Brooklyn bastard do it <laughs> the Brooklyn he, monstrosity he double himself bluffed, he double bluffed bandit Keith yeah. into thinking that he didn't lay down a trap card by saying that he did lay down a trap card Yeah, it's like it's it's such stupid tactics, and Keith is like the intelligence of an average American, so it all works on him. <laughs> and 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 like this this duel just owns, and Keith is red mad and nude at this point. And Genoshi just says, "It seems you're the one who's gonna fall into hell." Oh, oh that was great. I love Yu Gi Oh. 
And that's the first Thank episode. You. That was a fantastic yeah. line, actually, because what what it foreshadows and what comes next is just oh all my sorts god, of great. That oh, I didn't even get that. God, that's so good. Wait, there's foreshadowing. What? what <laughs> you know, falling. That one writer Sorry. occasionally does this thing. I'm busy. I'm yelling about spaghetti. I'm sorry. Spaghetti's okay. Spaghetti's like... It's okay. It's... Whatever. I've had so much spaghetti in my life that, like, I want other kinds. Penne is the best kind of pasta there is. I'm just gonna go off at this point. Anyway. Okay. Y'all wanna wanna talk about video games? Joey's in the lead now. Uh, Bandit Keith is really mad, and then he's... uh, he starts plotting a scheme that we don't know about, but his glasses do shine and make a, an audible noise. So, Can we talk about the fact that his face like steadily gets more and more filthy as the duel progresses? He's just getting really sweaty. <laughs> I would be. Mm. I'd be like freaking out that this little like 15-year-old bastard is kicking my ass. I keep forgetting he's 15. Video games? Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. yeah, we're at the halfway point uh, between these episodes. Yo, Elizabeth, um, are you a Jameser? I used to do, be, do, like, pretty hardcore, partake? and then I stopped. <laughs> oh, well, sorry. Well, is there, is there... We're just giving you free reign for a couple minutes. Talk about something that you'd like to talk about that's important that you can yell about into the void. Yeah. WWE is getting women's tag belts back. Finally. There we go. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. You have no idea how excited I... They are, uh, my, I like, I'd have to go back and explain wrestling history, but long story short, some lady went back... Uh, abused and pillaged oh oh wow okay she's not a pirate but <laughs> uh, basically took advantage of a lot of people and um because of her they got rid of the women's tag belts they got rid of like proper women's wrestling and ended up being like hair pulling and all this junk and mm. um now we're finally just getting women's tag belts back which is hilarious because they actually don't have enough women on the roster to really have a Whoops. real tag yeah, I feel Division. like whenever I hear about women in WWE, it's always like one of five people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, but they're scrambling because they lost their head guy. Um, he just, uh, his leukemia came back. Mm. And so he's had to step down. And so they're like, crap, now we have to actually listen to the people who watch this show. <laughs> Vince McMahon? What? Oh, God, Vince McMahon, you should have seen it. He actually got on stage. Uh, I mean, granted, he didn't say the words. He made his daughter apologize. Um, yeah, I, I I heard about, I don't know if it was in the latest Fun Point or if it was in Giant Bomb or something, but I remember, like, them basically going and saying, like, hey, we know that, like, we've been, like, doing really, really poorly lately. Yeah, it was, um, so basically the entire McMahon family plus Triple H uh, got up there <laughs> And they were like, so we're sorry. We've been doing this thing where we haven't been listening to you and we've been putting out product that you don't like. Um, So we're going to change that. We're going to listen to you. And what happened was they came out with a match that was hilarious and great and then went kind of right back to whatever they want to do. Back to the status quo. Yeah. Listening to our consumers, you get one. (laughs) You get one. Only one. It's a very special occasion. It's hard to yeah. put an effort sometimes. Look, it's Christmas. We'll give you this one good match, and then that's all you're getting. That really is. On bright side, the wrestlers got Christmas off, so that's great. That's nice. Oh wow! Yeah, they usually are. Don't. They still are they still considered actors and not uh, sports players? They're considered sports entertainers. Mm. Mm, how does that hey. work? So whatever, whatever gets them to pay them less. 
<laughs> uh, well, you know what? It depends. Like, um, you can get a really big pay raise uh, two ways. One, you can either be there five million years like uh, Dolph Ziggler is <laughs> um, and, you know, deal with all the crap that that comes with. Or two, you can be Samoan. Really? Quite right. frankly, like, like everyone in the Samoan family, anyone who has any sort of like minor tie to the rock in lineage uh, tends mm-hmm. to get a pretty heavy push. So Nia Jax is finally getting her push. She's an actual cousin of the rock. Uh, Roman Reigns, before he got out because of his leukemia, had a huge push, even though nobody wanted him at the top, except me. I love him. Um, <laughs> he he got a major push. He got the title and everything. Um so yeah, basically, you just have to be in the right family. Right. Uh, side note: one of our, uh, our 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 wrestling friend from other podcasts uh, did see Roman Reigns in line at a Chick Fil A in an airport a couple <laughs> nice. months ago. <laughs> kind of a normal one. I'm really jealous. <laughs> I yeah, like... shout out to Brooks. <laughs> Hi, Brooks. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't Thank you for your he service. write like his thesis about daniel bryan or something everything i know about wrestling is from reading brooks's thesis oh, so i know all about the craft of kayfabe and whatever that is um <laughs> oh god that's all i know about re- that's all i know about wrestling oh it's good i really yes, like it- want to have a conversation with brooks because i feel like it would be productive and fulfilling yeah. like, this hole in my life where i'll start talking about wrestling and maybe get into like the really deep end as far as storytelling um and the characters and what they could be doing to improve. And they're like, uh, I actually just wanted to talk to you about that. This person lost and this person won and then ended there. <laughs> I want to have, we'll, nor- we'll, have a normie we'll conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. We'll, thank we'll you very you much. For, Discord. <laughs> thank, you, thank you for filling us in in the world of, of, of WWE. Um, Argyle, what you been up to? I've been playing Smash, fam. We can't talk about no! that. That's for Sarah. <laughs> we, no, we no, can. You can't talk no. about I'm talking about yes. Smash. No, That's I can't. I've never played a video game once in my life until this Look, week, and I played we'll fucking Smash on Christmas it. Day. We'll both talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Jesus. You talk about it first. I'll... That's we'll it. I, just, it I played Smash. Sarah played Smash. Sarah's a gamer, and she won a match of Smash, which means she is the greatest gamer who's ever lived. She split her cousin's lip over <laughs> Sarah won a match of Smash and then immediately attacked her cousin that's that is proper etiquette that's exactly how you do it that's how the real gamers do yes the thing is i i can't deny that any of this did not happen um no i just i just you know i i you'll know that i don't i don't video game i don't have any video games machines i don't have any video games to play on them that i which don't makes you have. valid uh, which makes me very valid, but no, just uh, went round to cousin's house on Christmas Day, and you know, we he had a Switch, had Smash, and I was like, Smash, Smash. Smash I don't know what that is. Can we? Can um, I finally find out? Yeah, I wanted like y'all have been talking about it non fucking stop for the last two weeks, and I was like, okay, I need to know what this is. And it turns out that even if you're really, really, really bad at it, Smash is still kind of fun. Yeah, it's, it's good as hell. It's, it's a, a party fun. game and not a fighting game. God, None yeah. of us are good at it. Let me be clear. <laughs> Argyle <laughs> and I are very competitive and very mad at each other whenever we play. Yeah, it's toxic masculinity, but it doesn't matter. Um, Just I'm guys being everybody. dudes. I'm king shit of Smash Mountain. I'm better than everybody. Uh, <laughs> everybody that I know, I win all the matches, or at least most of them. Uh, I'd like I'm to sorry. compare our Smash tags to each other because I feel like we're pretty even. 
Uh, well, against Maxi, I have a pretty bad record, but you know, <laughs> that's that's okay, that's mainly because we played when the game like first came out and we hadn't really gotten that much practice in. Man, but. I had been playing as Richter for a couple days when we did the second round. We'll play again soon and decide. See who, see how it is. I don't want. I don't want to be <laughs> that competitive. It wears me out, my man. Yeah, dude, it gets it's exhausting. Like, I'll play online for a couple of matches just to like eventually fill out the challenge board for it. Like, two hundred matches, ten players who are better than you, like fifty smash tags. And I'm just like, after like about five, I'm like, I'm done. I just want to like play an easy CPU match or do classic mode or something. I can't do that. Look, I have not played any quick play. I did a lot of that with Smash 4, and it was the worst time of my life. Guess what? It still it. sucks. I did a match yeah, I, I did a match where they only set the items to be Smash Balls and Special Flags, and it was a stock oh, match. Nice. With, with wow, like, very cool. Yeah, so basically, like, I, we, I basically got everyone to start just grabbing them and throwing them off the stage, because I was like, we are not doing this, because this match will never end, and I'll get... Anyway, so, yeah, it. I haven't been playing quick play, I've been playing uh, matches with people that I know on the internet from the HKIP Discord. Uh, that works so well. I love it. Uh, it's so good. Um, it's a lot of fun playing with people you know. I've never had this many people to play Smash with before, and it's... It's a very exciting and fun experience. It's special. It's just very fun like yeah, seeing and, everyone play their own characters that they really enjoy and are really good with. Yeah, it's really good and like we're all on kind of a level playing field like everybody wins a match every once yeah in. like we, we play with items on we basically make it so it's not like super frustrating. It's like the winner always leaves the match so it's not like one person just like trouncing everybody. Yeah, it's not just me in every match. <laughs> <laughs> I do win most of the matches. I, I like just factually. I'm, I'm not bragging. That's just how it happens. I'm sorry. Humble brag. I like. I love playing as Isabel. I think it's hilarious. Is- uh, oh my god, Isabel is like the one character that I actually kept coming back to and actually got okay at by the end of the night. She's the face of God. <laughs> Having said thing. that, she the match 14. that I won, she I has did 14 degrees. Clearly. Kirby's what? also yeah, Isabel canonically is like fourteen degrees and has done tax evasion. <laughs> I forgot about that. We stand. Uh, yeah, Kirby's good as hell. I love Kirby. It's one of Nintendo's best franchises. And yeah, like Isabel is like maybe my favorite of the newcomers. Even though I was like way more excited for like Richter, but. Isabel is, I mean, basically Animal Crossing Villager, but with better moves. Yeah, Isabel, <laughs> Isabel, and the Belmonts. Anyone who has Bell in their name and Smash is an absolute bastard to play against because of all like the nonsense <laughs> setups and tomfoolery you can do with them. <laughs> Me specifically, because I'll just pocket everything you throw. At me. God, pocket is <laughs> every. So it, good. It's it's like there seems to be so many people who don't know the true power of pocketing so well, the, like, be- the best I... part is you pocket it and then you just gotta like play normal for a while to let them like forget for just a second that you have like a, a fully charged power beam shot in your bag yeah and just let it go you don't even need to do that usually if you just throw it right back at them they're not prepared for it that's true Anyway, one second really quick. Uh, so I decided to look up the Smash characters because I'm feeling like that old competitive comeback in me. Yes. Um, yes I'm looking yes, at yes. all the characters and I'm going through the list and literally as I'm looking at them, Solid Snake doesn't have a picture and he's the only one. <laughs> uh, he's using his uh, tactical camo. You can't see him. <laughs> yeah, not the camo. You can't. Snake, Snake is weird. I don't really like playing a Snake because he's like... I love Snake. Snake's good. I'm just not good with like heavily projectile based characters but 
then again i'm not he's not really that projectile based he's got like two of them he has his rockets he has his c4 he has the nikita missile and he has the grenades but the c4 is not a projectile projectile. i don't know anyway you you can't even pocket it as isabel really (laughs) okay yeah no anyway the tldr is that smash is good and everyone should play it uh i'm not gonna actually shout out my friend code on here as i said i might uh if you want to get my friend code, just, I don't know, join a Discord that I'm in and ask me. Yeah, then yeah. I'll... join join I... the Pot of Great Discord. It's good yeah. as hell. Uh, I think the link's been really weird to it, um, because someone someone told me that they tried to join and couldn't, so we'll have to figure that uh, out. But... That may be my fault. I haven't actually really been paying attention to the links I've been putting in the description, so... Yeah. Well, make you, it a you permanent make the link, link, and that just, like, all the older Jesus. links are just dead, right? I, I think what so, because the same thing happened with, like, the another discord i was on where they put out this link and i just tracked down the tweet and it wouldn't work so i had to go right. to their website to find like an updated uh, link that makes sense right. well yeah. if, if you ever try to join the discord and can't let us know and we'll make a new one and tell everyone hey don't use the old one because it doesn't work um <laughs> okay. anyway let's uh, get back into episode it episode 32 transcend no wait time. wait no no, Red no, eyes, no. But... <laughs> yes we need to generate a pokemon for sarah oh no yeah. but i talked about a game but uh, I mean, I guess I could. I, I could don't still... care. That doesn't yeah. Yeah, have okay. any yeah, bearing on. Oh hell yeah! Okay. It's number six ten. Friend, how's this? Six ten. Axew. They use their tusks to crush the berries they eat. Repeated regrowth makes their tusks strong and sharp and valid. Um, and Look he's at a little, little dragon boy. type. He's a um, little dragon. Hmm. I will say he's he's like a little friend. Um, but he also looks like a little friend who could defend himself um, against against attacks. So I will say that for his validity um, and like adorable fearsomeness, I will give him a three point five out of five. Good. Yeah. No, he evolves into like this awesome like he almost looks like a bug. He has like the giant like blade mouths. He's very cool looking. Yeah. Can you can you pull up a specific Pokemon Argyle? Thank you. Yeah. Look at that thing, Sarah. <laughs> I I I, I gotta say I'd actually give that a, a, a lower rating than Axie, but okay, I won't tell well. you what it is because this is not the Pokemon that's been generated this week. Yeah, nope, it's not 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 a lot <laughs> to be um, talked about. Uh, so yeah, the next episode, episode thirty-two, transcend time, red eyes, black metal dragon. Fuck yes, that is awesome. machinations part two. Machinations part two. Yeah, they got really unoriginal. <laughs> mm, oh. Great. And then oh. no, did oh. what? Huh? No, it's fine. It's just Dan. Okay. Oh god, I was terrified. I was like, Craig, don't you do it. Don't you do it, Craig. Craig, don't leave me. Um, Craig. So yeah, and we, and, and we get to hear um, a very good uh, Genochi boy out of Pegasus, which does not have the same ring as Yugi boy and Kaiba boy because it's like much quicker and snappier to it's get like out. It's like 17 syllables. Yeah, right? <laughs> doesn't, doesn't work as well. Yeah, the, the uh, episode also, starts. He doesn't ever Pegasus. say Joey boy, does he? No. Um,. Oh. Does he ever Pegasus. call him Kaiba Boy in English? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh Pegasus reads their minds to see like what their motivation is. Uh because he wants he's just, you know, a nosy. I love this because he's just like why the fuck is this weird little Brooklyn gremlin actually winning? I have to read their minds to find out. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and obviously Bandit Keith wants revenge for when Pegasus uh, brought a literal child out to beat him. So, okay, okay. The question is, Argyle, did they show any other scenes of that flashback aside from just him losing? No, it was just like a, like a transparent overlay of Pegasus like holding the kid's arm up. Oh, so well, they, no, they so, also so, show so a they, bit of the bar scene, but they don't show what exactly he's drinking, which I did write down the title, and I was trying to figure out if that was a okay. real drink. So you mean to say that they don't, in English, show Keith um, descending into booze and drugs? No, is what no. they don't saying. mention that at no. all. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the exact quote is, after I defeated Keith, he drowned himself in booze and drugs. Like, damn, Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, no. Damn. No. Yeah, so... We saw Turns the bar. Bandit, Keith is a depressed alcoholic whose last chance of getting out of the pit of despair he finds himself in is to win this tournament. So it's almost like being depressed kind of fucks you up and makes you bad at dueling. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, like, everyone who loses a duel here tends to have some sort of, like, existential crisis. So <laughs> yeah. Keith... It's because everyone and... has so much damn pride <laughs> and is so full of themselves, and especially Keith being an American. Yeah, so Keith being <laughs> yeah, an American and... goes to drugs, goes to booze. <laughs> goes to like underground gambling duels yeah Yeah. Uh, and obviously joey's motivation is uh his sister he wants to help her and his friends and stuff are there yeah he's good and pure and has never done anything well it's practically a a battle of good versus evil (laughs) yep keith is basically vegeta like he thought he was the best, he got beaten, and his like his pride is so important to him that he's just he doesn't like have mad a face forever. Turn. He's just a bad guy. That's true. No, he he's Vegeta in like the Saiyan he's saga and the like Frieza saga. The before bad he's man. like he doesn't have the bad man shirt. Like Would Vegeta it be the does. Frieza saga? Because at the end of the Frieza saga, he kind of gets a little yeah, tiny it, bit of redemption. It's, it's Frieza saga basically up to the point when he dies. Yeah, maybe. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! A Dragon Ball character dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? No way. <laughs> So he plays motherfucking Barrel Dragon, but in I Japanese, in Japanese, it's Revolver so Dragon. I will oh. say the Japanese version explains his uh, like his function much better than the English version because in the English one, it's just like he has three guns, so he's going to shoot the hell out of you. Yeah, the best part is it explains the function, so he can attack twice. <laughs> the the function is that each gun has a fifty percent chance to fire, but I don't think it ever doesn't fire. So it's like there's no point to explaining that. <laughs> oh. I think I yeah, think they... the first time it fires, like there's three barrels, but only two of them fire. Like ooh, 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 ooh. only two of them fire, but there's only two monsters on the field. So yeah, it's yeah meaningless. So... but then when it has thousand dragon, it fires all three times. Yeah, and just mercs him. I think but it was just a it's... really handy way for them to explain why he never goes for his life points. That's true. Well, I don't think they're allowed to attack life points in this season. Yeah, never, no, that's, ever, that's, ever uh, that's not a rule until Battle City. Hmm. Right. Because they only have, they, don't, they start with 8,000 in Battle City, right? Or is it 4,000? 4,000. Okay, because, yeah, an 8,000 life point duel would be a nightmare. Um, yeah, for, like for those of you who can, for, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who can't look up what Barrel Dragon looks like, he's just a robot dragon whose head is a revolver and whose hands are a revolver, and he looks good as hell, and I love him, and he's my husband. Pew, pew. But also, we need to talk about the four kids censored version. <laughs> yeah, the four kids censored version is something, all right. It makes sense to lasers. <laughs> it's like a it, stained it, glass laser dragon. It turns the barrels of the revolvers into like Cannons? shitty like green laser cannons that it looks awful because they're just sloppily like photoshopped on and then the cylinders <laughs> on the revolvers they just like put glowy paint over them like just 
It, right. The, yeah, it's 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 a very shoddy job. Clearly, they tried really hard to cover up something that was too cool to for American guns. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, you know, America. We can't handle guns, guns, despite the fact that we're the, the only uh, country that owns mm. the majority. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> and Genoshi's like, okay, dude, whatever. I'm gonna play Time Wizard. He's better than that. Lasers. Um, he plays Time Wizard, and he says, "If you're gambling, I'll gamble too." Meet the mas- yeah. the master of the past and future. And I'm throwing this baby down too. Baby dragon, that is. Yep, he puts baby dragon, and I'm like, timer let's definitely gonna fail this time, but it doesn't. No. It actually works. Time is magic. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't like the robot voice in English because in Japanese it's like this really high pitched fairy voice. Time magic Yeah. Is so now good. you got two things to worry about, Keith. That blaster of yours rusting up and this little guy growing up. Stop. Oh my god. <laughs> You know, the sad part is at one point I wrote down, like, for an English dub, this is really good voice acting. And then I kept hearing Joey talk, and I was like, just no, I take it back. <laughs> I mean, it's no, still good. It's, it's it was bad, great voice acting. Good. It was just the accent. Yeah, the Brooklyn monstrosity. I feel like he's um, half the reason that anytime I tell somebody I'm from Jersey, they're like, oh, my God, say something in Jersey. <laughs> say something in Jersey. <laughs> I mean, look, I I don't really have that much of an accent just because I'm outside D.C., so I feel like Jersey is an, it's, its own language almost. I mean, I'm from the Deep South. I can't I can't say it. <laughs> but you wouldn't be able to tell. You don't have an accent. Or at I, least you have the same accent I do, and then mm, it's unrecognizable. It comes out sometimes. Uh, and, if and then we I have ever, Sarah. If I ever want to yeah, do hi. the thing that Sarah did that had... She had Maxie do. Uh, I'm so mad you didn't cut that. <laughs> that I'm was so like... mad you didn't put a Dropkick Murphys song behind it. <laughs> I don't actually know who the Dropkick Murphys are. I have to oh. look what? Well, I guess they're not actually Irish. They're. No. Like, I mean, I could have put but... like a fucking Christy Moore song behind it or some shit, but like could have put Flogging Molly behind it. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Anyways, uh, anyway. if I'm ever off the show and I write something up for somebody to say, Sarah will say it, and she will have to say it in a southern accent. Oh, I've, I've got my like, Argyle impression ready. <laughs> we will put, like, banjo music behind it or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. my God. Oh, it's good as hell. Um, so, yeah, Time Magic Zydeco. activates. Barrel, <laughs> Barrel Dragon rusts. Uh, uh, Thousand Dragon snorts all over that boy. Killing oh him. my god and then the attack name what is it in english noxious it's nostril like... gas a gust Ew. yeah noxious nostril gust <laughs> that's was... exactly what it is oh my. It was, was gross like... it has a similar name in japanese that i didn't write down because i didn't care for well it. i it's think i like wrote it big down nose snort oh. thing no i didn't i lied i just said that it was okay. more respectable than the english version <laughs> i mean like barely it was still like something about a snort or a nostril and i'm like i don't like this one <laughs> I mean, the entirety of the Japanese sub is more respectable than the English version, let's be honest. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Um, so yeah, yeah the, the, the uh, barrel dragon's destroyed, and then immediately Keith uses a time machine to bring it back after it's dead. Um, Say hello to my time-traveling time machine. Bites the dust joke here. Um, hmm. it, it's JoJo Part 4, baby. Um, yeah, so yeah, Joey plays, a, like a, plays Red Eyes on a trap card. Or no, well, yeah, Thousand Dragons destroyed. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But no, he kind of, like, he, loses hope and puts down, like, a regular monster to just kind of die. Yeah. Keith, Keith plays, like, a roulette machine. I think it's just called roulette machine. It's called slot machine. In yeah. Slot the machine. Dumb. Yeah, it's something yeah. dumb. So, yeah, and, he, and like, it just, it, Keith attacks the face-down monster, and it's just, like, an old man. <laughs> it's just, like, some weird <laughs> it, old dude. Yeah, it's just like, an old guy with, like, some armor. It's a little warrior him. thing. It's boring. 
probably doesn't even have a name. Um, so yeah, he sets a card. He plays Red Eyes. Um, <clears throat> Keith attacks it, but Genochi uses Copycat to turn to copy uh, Metal Force to turn Red Eyes into Red Eyes Black Metal Dragon. Yeah, which looks so a lot cool. lamer than I remember it being. It looks Does a lot it? like it. I, I think it's know. so it, cool. I've written down it's I... almost as cool as Barrel Dragon. Well, no. no. You can't. No, 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 no. I mean, it's not as cool as Barrel Dragon, but it's it's up there. It's pretty fucking sick. See, well, the problem here is a cultural divide in that you think guns are cool and we don't because so we live in America. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, like... <laughs> Damn, fucking so, sorry, sorry for the slander, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so... And Red Eye's attack is now Dark Mega Flare, which is like destroys oh, Barrel Dragon. Uh, yeah, uh, we shoot, just get Flash Flare Blast... Yeah, that's what it's called. It's <laughs> like, ah, oh, that was almost as cool. I no, it. no, <laughs> not compared to the it's Japanese version. Not bad, but the other version is better. Yeah, especially um, when and, you and have to hear like, Joey constantly yell it out: "Flash, flare, flare blast!" blast. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I mean, nothing, nothing will be as cool as burst stream of destruction. So fair enough. Yeah, exactly. Um, Keith is like rambling on about their difference in skills, and you know, she's just like being a dick. He's like, "Huh? The difference in our skills?" <laughs> like like hand to his ear, leaning on over to Keith. Can you hear what Joey is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> no way, that's not how that works. Respect, it is how that works. <laughs> yeah, God, uh, like there uh, is no other jewelist who could just like match Keith's like brutish bulliness with just like pure sass and like rudeness. Cheek cheek, fucking pure cheek. Yeah, absolutely. You know, at one point, um, um Keith does like the most cookie cutter villain thing ever and calls himself Oresama. <laughs> he's so full of himself he's such a dick i love it i mean i don't so, like the uh, character of keith but i like the, the 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 meanness keith draws a car a magic card i guess uh called like full seven seven completed seven, seven completed. completed what does that mean it doesn't mean anything but I, it means the japanese don't understand a... american gambling it, it yeah, it, it means that the Americans don't something... understand American gambling either because they also named it that. But <laughs> yeah, um... he called it something different, like in actual Japanese, but it was just written as seven completed, and I was like, "What is it?" Actually yeah, it's called seven completed. So he plays it, and the thing it does is it puts a seven onto his slot machine, which raises one of its stats by seven hundred points. In this yeah. case, defense points to make it uh, higher than Red Eyes Black Metal Dragon's attack points. Yeah. And then he reaches into his like little wrist gauntlet and pulls out another. And Pegasus sees this happen immediately. And does and not stop care. the duel. Yeah, he doesn't do anything about it. He's just like, I mean, mm. presumably because he knew what the outcome would have been anyway. Um, he can't well, I mean, he can't future. see the future. He can just read minds. But I he mean, doesn't have that Millennium Artifact. No, like Ooh. I have some uh, things to mention about uh, what happens, in, what Pegasus does in the manga uh, after the duel because of uh, Keith's cheating. Uh, but we'll get to that later on. Remind me. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, he um, <clears throat> he he puts another. This is like the only time in the series that they do the thing where like a, a monster has higher defense points, so the attacker loses life points. Oh yeah, it takes damage. Yeah. I can't because remember otherwise... another instance of this ever coming up. Right. Red Eyes would have just been I... destroyed if this was normal Yu-Gi-Oh rules. Yeah. I think they do this one more time in the um the Battle City arc. Yeah, it's right. just like 
I mean, even if it is a rule of the game, I, I, it's just they never use it in the show. <laughs> because it's not as exciting. It's not exciting being someone just like being defensive, nothing working. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, we got to have like really high power creep because the kids like big numbers. Yeah, like quite frankly, half my notes are like this whole TV show does not follow the actual rules of the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card uh, game. Oh. But I just abandoned all those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you got to leave that at the door. <laughs> we all gave up on right. that so fucking long ago. <laughs> Um, yeah, we gave up on it so long ago that we never learned how to play the game in the first place. Okay, no, I, I know. I played the Game Boy games before. I know a little bit. Okay, the Game Boy games uh, also did not follow. No, 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 no. no. I, I mean, like, the, not not like the Game Boy Color ones. I mean, Game Boy Advance. I played a little bit of the Dungeon rules. Dice Monsters Game Boy game. They're good as hell, man. I gotta play more Yu-Gi-Oh! Game Boy games. Um, um, so, yeah, he plays Blast Sphere, which is gonna attach itself yeah. to Red Eyes and self-destruct. And Yeah, just, it like, does... 2,900 damage, which uh, the Black Metal Dragon has 2,800 attack points right now, so it's just enough. But it's it. fine, because at the last moment, Jinochi flips uh, the Dragon Metal Claws to Dragon raise. It's like, I love how it's like a timed thing. He's like, oh, i got to flip it in time at the very last moment to manufacture drama. But I also yeah, love that it's has... actually a magic card, and he's not allowed to use it the same way he would use a trap. Yeah, it, and also... No, it shouldn't work against machine monsters because it's a magic card, but whatever. <laughs> well, no, they mean like magic is in like magic spells. I I'm pretty sure this they is... made a point in the in the sub to say like spell attacks and like magic based attack monsters. So something basically, it, what they're trying to say is like someone like the dark magician would be useless against um, metal monsters. Like, or no, like, like dragon nails. Like if your flavor attack is magic based. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, or if you try to nonsense. use a magic card that maybe tries to get rid of a machine monster, it wouldn't affect it. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's, I'm also it's pulling r- strings here. So yeah, <laughs> aren't we all? Let's see. Flip yeah. Well, last look, moment. flash flare blast. That's not magic. That's just this fireball. It's different. It's just, it's Obviously, just it's a totally mouth, a mouth, Yeah, mouth fireball's blast. not magic. No. Nope. That's just the normal biology it's, of a it's, dragon. It's not the. It's not like the first spell you ever learn in any RPG ever. No. Well, yeah, because it's a level three spell, you idiot! <laughs> oh my god, I've never played—I've never played a tabletop game before. Did I say before two days before I play a tabletop game? Um, we'll we'll get you there. I'm gonna get there. Um, so he draws he, he, another complete seven completed from well, his bracelet. Yeah, sticks it, puts it on the slot machine. Now it's got thirty-four hundred attack points. It is. Dead equal with uh, the black metal dragon on attack points. I thought it, I thought it was 3,400 defense points. No, 3,400 no. attack points, 3,000 defense points. Yeah. Uh, what are numbers? So, uh, we just don't know. <laughs> so then Keith plays uh, Sword and Shield. He steals it from Joey and plays Sword and Shield. Well, he, which, uses, uh, he uses the card Bandit Pillager. to steal Sword and Shield. But like yeah, in Japanese, yeah. it's Bandito, and so it's Bandit Keith playing Bandit. He's living he up to his Bandito. name. Finally, it's hilarious. There's so much stealing from each other that goes on in this duel. <laughs> it's a lot, yeah. It's pretty like, good. It's American like four times. And you know, if if you if you take you know Joey being from actual Brooklyn and actual America, then there's just two Americans stealing from each other, which you know it's totally normal. That's yeah. politics, yeah. baby. Um, yeah, baby. standard. He take, he Actually, takes started learning how to pick locks while I was at it. Joey's the coastal. You're the in most interesting guest in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he uses plasma laser cannon, uh, and at this point, I'm just like just rambling in all caps 
Jinochi flips his card. Keith is like, Mudada! Because he's like, this whatever you're gonna flip isn't gonna work. But Jinochi used Grave Robber to steal Time Machine from Keith, and after Red Eyes was destroyed, he reveals Red Eyes Black Metal Dragon before the attack and defense swapped, and uses Dark Mega Flare and kills Slot Machine and beats Keith! Ah! Yeah. Oh! I love this show. <laughs> Remarkable, Keith's rampage was brought to a halt by a novice dueling for a loved one. <laughs> and then in, in, inside, as he wins, as he wins, another good quote. It's basically the end of the All Might uh, All for One fight. He's like, I did it, Shizuka. I did it, Mai. Oh. Like, oh. They cut that out of the English version. He only talks to Shizuka in his head. They did. He only's like, I did it. I didn't even know what the line was, but it was very Brooklyn. And I'm gonna get you a new eye, Serenity. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> uh, he does jumps say get up onto new the eyes. railing of the arena and nearly falls into the endless abyss. Yugi has to pull him back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're they they get excited. Their friend actually won. <laughs> See, a Pegasus is like, congratulations, Shinochi boy. What I won't condone is Keith, because... Well, no, but then then uh, in the dub, Keith is like, hey, you there's, you shouldn't be in this tournament anyways, because that's oh, right, right, not right, your no. verification card. Keith is the fucking Bandit Keith. worst loser. It's like, yeah. well, there's Mai, he's like, oh, I've lost, so I'm gonna like learn from it. He just like starts just shouting about how Joey's cheating, because he's using like the wrong card. I mean, once again, and Joey's American. Like, well, well, how did you know that it's not my card? Right. Yeah, know? the weird thing about it is that in the English version, he kind of had an inkling of it, and he's like, so, how do you know this isn't my card again? Like... How are we approaching this this right. this issue? But in the Japanese right. one, uh, Pegasus kind of has to lead them to that conclusion. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he's like, and also, I won't condone cheaters here. Um, yeah. And and so he has like his butlers take Keith away, and take he just like take him away. <laughs> you you hear cartoon punch noises. We don't get that in the American. You don't one. hear that in the dub. He just says yeah, nobody just makes hear, a like, monkey a out of bandit like, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Leaps like, up. He jumps the gap, <laughs> like, holds a gun to Pegasus's head. He pulls a finger to I had Pegasus's to assume. Because <laughs> it's like an invisible gun, so all he does is point at him awkwardly. <laughs> he just points and, at his head. And I st- straight up, I wrote down, he rolls up on Pegasus like he thinks he's Rihanna. All like, bitch, better have my money. And Pegasus is like, yeah. bitch ain't got your money. You gonna fall through this <sighs> trap hole. Yeah, and then he opens the moon door and Keith falls into the ocean. Wait, wait, but before he does that, uh, oh, certainly, Keith, I'll do whatever you say. Just give my body a moment to recover from the complete paralysis that your terrifying (laughs) demands have shocked me into. God. I love this English voice actor. Uh, What was his name? Darren? Darren Dunstan. Thank you, Darren Uh Dunstan. Darren Darren Dunstan checks in. Because, I mean, he doesn't do that whole lilt he does, because there's the line where Pegasus seriously is like, Kotawa kantan this. (laughs) (laughs) But he does such a great job of making him sound so completely unconcerned. Pegasus has until the count of three to hand over the three million dollars. Okay, one, two, three. Uh, One, two, three, and then he, he presses a button with his foot and a trap door opens up around specifically the sides and the rear of his dual watching throne and Bandit Keith falls in. Yeah. Hey, Sarah, please describe what you sent us, please. Oh uh, my god. Yes, so uh, basically, <gasps> so this this doesn't happen in the, in the manga. Oh instead, What? There's a gun uh, in my hand! <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, 
the drill finishes, Keith get Keith is gets really mad and stuff, but then afterwards Pegasus is like corners him in the corridor outside and is like, Keith, 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 I saw you cheating. And then he basically does what Yami does all throughout season zero, where he goes, Penalty game! Um, at which point <laughs> oh Keith's God. hand starts to like transform into a gun and like a gun not even comes a gun. out of Keith's hand. Not even a full gun, it's just a revolver just the... cylinder appears on the Presumably back Presumably the hand. barrel is yeah, his, the... his pointer finger. Well, yes, yeah. because he's pointing at his head like he points at Pegasus's head in the dove. It's uh, moving on its own, the hammer clicks in his thumb and oh my god. And... Uh, so basically uh, you know, in the four kids, uh, Bandit Keith points at Pegasus <laughs> In the Japanese version, Bandit Keith points a gun at Pegasus. In the manga, Panic Pegasus like psychically manipulates Bandit Keith, torturing his mind so that he thinks he's pointing at his own head, which is also a gun, and shoots himself on the head, which kills him instantly, but not with a real bullet, with like a torture mind bullet. A it's- psychic bullet, like Persona 3. Yeah. It's really mm. fucking Except good. Is you what don't it get is. a Persona, you get dead. You don't get a persona. Yeah, you, you just, just actually die. shoot yourself in the head. Psychically. God, this show is so metal. Man, damn. It. You know what my favorite line was? Is at the very end, he's, they're talking about all this weak stuff. Because the whole duel, Banda Keith is making fun of Joey for having weak monsters. Um, yeah, and that's like the, the line that Pegasus says when he's like dropping him is like, um, weaklings must disappear. But it's so funny the way he says it. Because he's like, Zakuwa Kianasai. I just can't with him. <laughs> Oh, also the trapdoor leads out to the ocean. And in yeah, the Keith, English Keith, version, Keith he says, ouch. Uh, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> it's Looney Tunes. <laughs> God, what a good episodes we watched. It's It was a good set of apps. Um... Do we have questions? Yeah, we do have a few questions. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Um, I forgot how this show works. Yeah, there <laughs> is a question uh, specifically for, for Dan uh, from Dark Wars of James Mason. Do you want to read off he said, Dan's previous he said answer I or should, leave that I should next probably. I, I think I can probably answer it if it's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, because the, so the f- question um from dark words of james mason is what cards would mike dawson brackets the game character not one of the hosts uh would use so Dan did answer this yeah he oh, answered you this answer and i'll find his so mm-hmm. um i don't know it's been a while and i'm bad at coming up with things uh he would uh, make a deck that uh misses a ring toss i don't know those are words. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm smiling and nodding because I, pre- I did not know that right. Mike Dawson was a game character here. Yeah, Dan's actual answer was my answer is that Mike's deck would involve parallel world stuff and or carnival themed cards. Yeah, I wish I knew what that That's reference it. was. Yeah, he would have like a Hall of Mirrors card and a Ring Toss card and uh, Did You Kill Rita card and uh, you know all those other things. I understand all of these. Okay, um, and because because there are because we're not really doing some understanding, Dark Wizard James Mason sent in another question, which says, "In case there's no one who understands my previous question, what are the most in-sale cards in Yu-Gi-Oh?" Saggy the Dark Cloud. <laughs> yeah. oh yes. God, oh, oh, just all clown-based cards. Yep, Crass Clown. Millions of clown-based cards. Uh, um... That that's it. Yeah, Yugi's deck doesn't have any incel cards because they're all really sexy. Yeah, <laughs> the least incel cards are the, uh, the 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 swamp guardian lava guardian. Yeah, 
Those are the ones that fuck the True. most. Those are very Chad cards. Um, <laughs> our third question from Dark Wizard James Mason is just moving past that. How can Bandit Keith call himself an American without a wacky American accent? Joey is more American than him. Yeah. Whoa. The the measure of your Americanness is not in the quality of your accent, but the bigotry in your heart. Yeah. But in the yeah. amount of guns. Yeah. Yes. So that's. <laughs> And he does kind of have like an accent. It's just his accent is annoying. His accent's rude. <laughs> yes. Is what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, we've already established he's like from the Midwest. So he's just kind of got that uh, nothing accent that they have. <laughs> and no, there's no, there's definitely a Midwest accent. There are. They say, they say, like, they say pop know. instead of soda. And that's objectively well, wrong. Like, he's got like a Kansas oh, accent. Man, don't get me started mm-hmm. on that pop soda fountain drink thing. Like, I can't. Yeah, I have, I have, people I have cousins from who live in Ohio. Yep, worst. people. My cousins live in Ohio, and I'm like, this is wrong. <laughs> hey, did you know that in Ohio there's a field of giant stone corn because they got tired of growing corn and wanted to sculpt corn? What? <laughs> yeah, that seems like a totally normal response. Like, I that's just... not how that works. <laughs> I don't ever want to eat corn it's again. It... I just want to look at it. It's a, it, that, that it. sounds like that's Ohio. definitely like the plot of like a future JoJo arc about the stone corn in Ohio. That's being <laughs> oh my grown. god! Yeah, the, the, that's the part next... six, Stone Corn Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> part nine of JoJo, the protagonist is is, is half, half protagonist, half corn. That's it. Only oh, I mean, he can unique. harness the power of the corn. It's so big. The, the important thing is, the each corn is a uniquely sculpted piece of corn. It's not like a mold or anything. Oh they carved God. out hundreds of corns. And the protagonist stand is called corn. <gasps> Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, some people have too much time. And 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 on that bombshell. Um, <laughs> the bombshell so is if corn. Like to, if you, if you'd like to um, get in touch with us, uh, follow us, all that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Pod of Greed Cast, um, and on Tumblr at podofgreed.tumblr.com. Send us questions there, interact with us, us there. You can like submit us posts, and we'll usually reblog them um, or retweet them or what have you. Reblog um, or post the post that I reblogged uh, about if you want to get hugged by Kazuma Kiryu. <laughs> it's not exclusively Yu Gi Oh! Sometimes it's Yakuza, sometimes it's Naruto. Yeah, that's just. Um, Yakuza, Yu Gi Oh! What's the difference? Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's all shown in. Um, and our Discord uh, links are there. Again, if you want to join our Some Discord. Some of them even work. <laughs> yeah, if you want to join our Discord and the link you have doesn't work, let us know. We'll make a new one. Um, 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 um. Shout out to Noise Space. Uh, we're friends of Noise Space. Uh, they got lots of podcasts there. Noisepace.xyz. Or if you're from up north, noisepace.xyz. Um, lots of good, good shows. Um, I don't have the page open right now, so I can't think of a specific. That's fine. We don't. Oh, yeah, go 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 there. Go there. Check out their shows. Um, Elizabeth, where can we find you on the internet if we so desire? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jesui Mazora, which is French for I am Mazora. So good luck. Ah, I knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that's about it. Uh, I mean, if you follow me, I, I'm warning you. It's just wrestling and dick jokes, but. The Sounds platonic, I- the platonic ideal of a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any like podcasts you're on, or any uh, like works that you want to plug? I mean, not really. I mean, you guys can listen to Wrestle Talk, which is like the best wrestling podcast ever, <clears> and <throat> literally they're the ones who gave me my wrestling nickname, Malto Bene. Yes, nice, nice. That that could be our uh, podcast shout out for for the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can cut that one. Listen um, to Wrestle Talk. Yeah. Wrestle talk. Uh, uh, fuck yeah. 
so uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Sarah McCostumes, and my Tumblr for some reason is still there despite the high amount of nudes that I have on it. Um, <laughs> is at Cosmemer. You can go there and try and find my nudes. Um, okay. That's about <laughs> it, really. Uh, Argyle. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Argyle underscore Funk. I have tweeted a couple of uh, dumb watermelon-related modern warfare videos in the past couple days. Uh, you can also find me on Tumblr. I am it's Argyle Funk dot Tumblr dot com. You can also find me on the Extra Credit Podcast. That is at t h e f m i n dot us. We read bad things from the internet. Uh, I am on hi- hiatus from that show at the moment, but it's still quite good, and you should listen to it. It's good as hell, and I am. You don't Max. listen to it. Don't say that. <laughs> I've listened to it. I've listened to it before. Um, uh, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. You can find me on Tumblr at MaxiBajillion. Um, um, all that stuff. Yep. So, as is our tradition, whenever we have a new guest on the show, we like to have them take us out by reading a certain piece of important literature. And I have posted it in the scheduling channel for you to read, Elizabeth, if you would, when you're ready. <laughs> oh, good start. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, you've already lost the show. All right, let's do this. Norman Reedus booty ass dirt hand slap prince ass naked butt ass naked ass out mud covered booty ass naked ass out butt ass naked booty cheeks butt ass out naked booty out naked ass Norman Bebus butt ass naked mud slap butt cheeks bappy one. Oh, and with that, I end my podcast. <laughs> Good night, Domino City.